This podcast is sponsored by Agroplante. Imagination, innovation, science in action. As a disclaimer, views expressed in interviews are solely those of the individuals and do not necessarily represent those of my ag life, JCS Marketing, and its employees. Welcome to My Ag Life, where we cover your world in agriculture. This podcast is powered by the top publications in the industry West Coast Nut, Progressive Crop Consultant, and Organic Farmer Magazine. Here is your host, Taylor Chalstrom. Hi, welcome to My Ag Life. Today we're talking with Dr. Carl Wyant, who's with Nutrien on the agronomy of water in the January-February 2023 edition of Progressive Crop Consultant Magazine. Carl provided an in-depth look on the importance of water quality to nitrogen management plans, fertilizer performance, salinity issues, and other areas of farm management. Welcome back to the show, Carl. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Carl, let's talk about the chemical and physical properties of water and how they actually influence decision-making for a grower or a farm manager on their operation. Why does the water quality really matter just as much as the quantity of water they're receiving? Sure. The water is a, a super weird substance. Uh, we should make some bumper stickers that say water is weird. It floats when it's frozen. It takes a lot of heat to turn into water vapor. It can store a bunch of heat. And, you know, we use it to uh, carry fertilizer and crop protection products. It's the most common carrier there is. Uh, and you can fortunately just, you know, go to the, go to the faucet or the, or the hose bib and, and grab some and, or the ditch. Uh, so it's fairly, fairly available. Uh, it's, it's interesting though. Water is not just wet. And I, that sounds funny uh, to say that, but water has lots of stuff in it. And it's stuff you can't see most of the time. It's dissolved. It's tiny ions. We have uh, the stuff like calcium, sodium, chloride. We have challenges with pH and things that can impact your fertilizer and, and crop protection products. And that's what this article dives into. The five ways that your your water quality impacts your ranch. And that's uh, we'll talk about those in the podcast. But that's salinity management, negative fertilizer interactions, antagonisms with crop protection materials, clogging of irrigation emitters, and of course, how your water quality impacts your nitrogen management plan. And Carl, water, depending on the source, can really be high in certain elements uh, that may contribute to groundwater pollution of nitrogen in certain instances when they react a certain way with, you know, something that's already in the soil or something being applied. So how can a grower, Carl, ensure that the water they're putting on isn't going to contribute to this pollution of the groundwater and comply with also current regulations regarding this? Yeah, that's right. It's it's nitrogen management plan season right now for, uh, for 2023. Uh, and this is a great time to go take a water sample so you can actually measure the nitrate in your water and the ammonium. You can convert those into pounds per acre uh, when you correct for your, your number of acre feet that you use in a year. It sounds like a, a crazy calculation. Uh, a certified crop advisor or someone experienced with water, net nitrogen management plans, excuse me, can help you out. It's, it's pretty quick. But, you know, we have the, that nitrogen in the water and you can run it up against your field's nitrogen budget, do some simple subtraction. And, uh, and, and in some areas of California, there can be substantial nitrogen in the, in the in the irrigation water 
and that needs to be all accounted for to to make sure that you uh, have your regulatory compliance in order. Certainly. We're going to be right back after a word from our sponsors. Agroplante is the leading manufacturer in specialty products. Agroplante formulates products that rise to the challenge of today's growing conditions. Saline and sodic soils reduce crop yield and cause significant crop losses. Agroplante developed Cation EX5 Plus with growers in mind to manage soil salinity. With multiple years of research, Cation EX5 Plus has proven to be an excellent source of calcium and an effective soil salinity manager. Run it through drip irrigation without any issues. Simplify your application method with innovative and efficient formulations. Alleviate salinity stress with Cat Ion EX5 Plus. Agroplante, imagination, innovation, science in action. Hi, we're back talking with Dr. Carl Wyant with Nutrien on the agronomy of water. Carl, water quality can also contribute to salinity issues, but it's important to understand that salinity isn't just a reference to sodium content. There's other salts that can affect salinity like chlorine, boron, and others. Um, so what's a grower to do if they actually, you know, have a saline operation and need to formulate a reclamation plan that involves, you know, addressing one of these salts? Yeah, that's right. There's a saying, I don't know if it's a famous saying, uh, but it's what your irrigation water is today, your soil will be tomorrow. And that's because your irrigation water carries sodium, chloride, boron. Those are your common uh, ions that are driving salinity and sodicity issues. And uh, the challenge with that is, is, is with water quality because you can't see the sodium. You can't see the chloride. It's all dissolved. So that's, again, where that sample can come in and really help you pinpoint Here's the numbers I'm, I'm delivering to my field. You can convert those into pounds per acre, just like your nitrogen budget from before. Uh, in some of our fields in California and Arizona, I mean, we're putting down 1,500 pounds an acre of sodium and 1,200 pounds of chloride an acre. I mean, it's, it's pretty substantial, and that needs to be accounted for. You can use those values, and you can actually drive a, 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 you know, the quantification of the plan, and you can dial in exactly what you need to do in terms of your amendments and leaching fractions based on your water quality and your crop and your soil numbers. Let me ask you this, Carl. Is is there ever an instance where um, a certain element or elements that may be present uh, in water can actually have somewhat of a beneficial effect of what's going into the soil? Or is it is what you're seeing typically negative out in the field? No, the, the, the irrigation water, I mean, if it has that nitrate dissolved in it, that plants can use that. If it has sulfate dissolved in the water, plants can use that as a nutrient. Uh, same with, with uh, the chlorine, if it's, you know, not a lot. We, we tend to have a lot of chlorine, uh, but in other areas of the country, they, they, they need chlorine. They have deficiencies. Um, and so in, those nutrients uh, can be beneficial to crop growth. But, uh, you know, for a lot of things, if you have too much of it, that's where you can have, start having some issues. And Carl, Ag Chem efficacy is another area that's affected by water quality the chemicals that we put onto our plants uh, such as pesticides herbicides fungicides so how do uh, water's physical components there's a few uh, actually interact with those chemicals when applied and when mixed yeah this, this is a big one um, 
we do a lot of work to, to make a chemical recommendation for a field, you know, PCA licensing, documenting these pests, making the recommendations, filing it with the county commissioners, getting all the approvals, making sure everybody's okay uh, with, with what's going to happen next. But the one thing that's often missed is the, what am I putting in the spray tank? It's the water, you know, the water quality going into the spray tank that's carrying your material that, that's so expensive. That one's often missed. Or, or it's not accounted for uh, in terms of how it might impact your crop protection program. So the, the elements of a, of a water quality that impact your crop protection are the pH, the water hardness, which is the calcium and magnesium, and some other ions that are in the water that can interact with, your, with the actual active ingredient of the chemistry uh, in the product. Uh, you have bicarbonate loads that can interact with your, your ag chemistry, and then if, you're, if your uh, water looks like chocolate milk that has high ter turbidity and that turbidity can actually bind up with some, some crop protection materials and not make them very useful. So lots of reasons to take a water sample and kind of look at each product you're using and say, well, how is pH going to impact the hardness of bicarbonate? And the article that, that we recently published goes into this uh, in, in great depth. So it's worth a read if you're... Uh, you're running a lot of crop protection uh, programs on your ranches. Yeah, and I hear you keep bringing this up throughout the conversation. This theme amongst all these interactions with water is the importance of taking that water sample and truly understanding the water quality, what you're actually getting from your irrigation water, um, if it's going to negatively affect uh, your operations. So in terms of a sampling program, Carl, what do you typically see or recommend? I know it can be a, sometimes a complicated process, but, um, you know, maybe what do you recommend? Yeah, this water sample, you know, our industry and growers and, and, and advisors, we're used to soil samples. A lot of us take plant tissue samples and we, we have a plan for what to do next. But water sampling is a little different. It's kind of the, the last one that people remember to do. Um, it has some challenges with, the reports that come back sometimes are just full of weird numbers and chemistry language. And it's like, what, what does this even mean? Uh, there's not a lot of, some labs don't have a lot of a good interpretation for what's next. Some labs do, and that's, that's worth a discussion with your, your sample provider. I like to do it uh, a sample at least once a year and sample, sample, you know, where you're spraying, filling up your spray tanks, sample uh, your irrigation points, you know, it could be along the ditch that feeds, several hundred or a thousand acres. So you really get some good bang for your buck on the sample cost per acre. Uh, so I like to do it at least one once a year. Uh, if you change water sources during the year, that's another time to sample. Like if you go from surface water to, to well water, uh, that's, a, that's a good time to, to sample so you can predict some possible interactions. One thing we're seeing, you know, when I wrote this article, we were still stuck in drought and, and that was a, that, that can be a theme. And so one of the sort of anecdotes from other advisors is that water quality had deteriorated over time during the last three years because of the drought. Now, since I, of course, say since I wrote this article, California has had an average of, uh, you know, 31 inches of rain or so across the state and Arizona has been hit pretty hard too. Uh, so we expect water quality to change again with that much moisture coming down. So if, if you're running the program on maybe last year's numbers, I'd say get get another sample, take a look at how the chemistry changes because it is variable and it is somewhat flexible with with respect to 
rainfall and reservoir levels and, and the soil that the water passes through. There's a number of things. Having that sample is really your best bet for dialing in specific concerns and 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 formulating the right management plan and, and the right dosage of, of the products that can help you with your management plan. Certainly. And one other thing, Carl, you talked about the, the fact that some uh, companies that offer water samples can uh, make it sometimes a little too difficult to, to kind of read what what you're actually looking at with the data and whatnot. So uh, when you're a grower or a farm manager taking a water sample and submitting it to one of these companies, I mean, what what should they be looking for in terms of uh, a, a, a viewable data set that really makes it easy to digest that information? And, and what exact information should they really be requesting um, to look at to get you know, the most accurate picture of, of the situation. Usually the labs have some sort of option for spray water analysis, and that'll tell you the pH and the hardness and a whole bunch of other components that might interact with your crop protection program. And then the, the labs often have another option for irrigation suitability, and that'll tell you all the information about sodium and chloride and uh, some of these other components that can affect your soil. So uh, those are two two tests to order. Sometimes they're in the same op, the report that you get both. Um, it depends on the lab. And then on the on the other side, once you've submitted your sample, uh, there can be some issues with just interpretation. Some labs just send over a, pay, a, a page full of numbers. And it's like, what, what do I do with this? That's, that's where you really need to lean on somebody who has a lot of experience interpreting those. Some labs are on the other side of the spectrum. It comes with colorful graphs and it gives you some sort of, you know, rating of, you know, no impact to severe. And those labs uh, certainly make make my job a little bit easier because people like graphs. Most folks don't like pages full of numbers. So if you're a lab manager listening to this podcast, uh, please, please ensure your reports are easy to interpret. Uh, so folks take more water samples. Certainly. Well, for more information on, on this overall conversation on about the agronomy of water, uh, once again, Carl wrote a full spread article in the January, February 2023 edition of Progressive Crop Consultant Magazine. There's some great information there, some additional info. Uh, and Carl, thanks for coming on the show today and talking about that information, providing a couple more details there. We appreciate you being here as usual. Yeah, thanks for having me. Fantastic. This is Taylor Charleston from MyAgla. Thank you for listening. Subscribe for updates, exclusive content, and more at myaglife.com.